I do like the fact that they went into the past, beat up a dinosaur, went into the future, beat up a bunch of robot dudes, and then just like then came back and knocked out an old lady. Ah, uh, they got each other's backs though. Yeah, they got they got each other's backs as they just snuffing senior citizens. Have you forgotten that? These kids are pretty nice. Like I kind of want to learn a little bit more. I love how you leave out the part where they incite a bunch of future children to riot. These little kids just beat the hell out of this bunch of old ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. On the line today, we have Manda Panda. Hey. We have Abby Abstergo. I'm not last this week. We have Shane of Shane. <laughs> the baddest bee in the house with the most energy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the one and only Effocutioner. Yo, man, with the best background on the show, right? Get right. over it. Disputed okay. champion of backgrounds <laughs> yeah. have a lot of right now. That, that feels like a personal attack. That info is hitting the cutting room floor. <laughs> Today we have an awesome action-packed show for you. We are talking about the new Animaniacs reboot. We'll talk about how this revival series doesn't measure up. We'll also talk about Unholy Bastard versus the future. The orphans from the goon in their own one-shot adventure so this one takes us to the past to the present to the future we'll see how it goes and the one and only executioner is giving us the inside stuff on raise the dead this is a zombie adventure excuse me a pikmin inspired zombie adventure coming to the nintendo switch uh and we'll close out with hypnospace space outlaw oh uh, this might be a happy trip down this that uh, who am i kidding no this was hellish and we'll tell you why in a little bit <laughs> right now yeah. Yeah, right what? now <laughs> let's jump into animaniacs excuse me the new animaniacs revival series on hulu the warner siblings yakko wacko and doc they've been brought into the future that's as best as i can put it if anyone's familiar with the old cartoon series dude i watched animaniacs growing up and i loved it this was an offshoot series of tiny tune adventures and heavily involved in the background of the warner brothers cartoons and then it became its own entity and this was a good avenue for uh songs for uh, uh running gags for do everything including learning so it was a funny cartoon show it was an educational cartoon show it was biting social commentary and satire back in the 90s but also firmly rooted in the 90s but now they brought it back in 2020 so i'm going to kick it over to shana shay i want to hear your impressions on animaniacs uh it has been a fable 22 years since the animaniacs great star tv screens and now they're back <laughs> wow, I'm gonna borrow that. Where's the script? <laughs> at? Wow, I didn't get the script today. I love that. The lack of conviction, too, made it. That's sold it. To, it has been a fail that like this show. Um, I didn't like. It's not perfect, and it's not Animaniacs that we remember, and that's also fine. Um, a lot of the humor is still the same. The the whack the um, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are still very zany, fun. Um, the jokes are still smart. I feel like there's just as many jokes, but I feel like they just land differently. 
for now than they probably would have been. Um, honestly, but the episode I liked the most was the one where they pretty much got rid of all talking entirely, the entirely instrumental episode when they were fighting with the conductor. That to me was like really pulled the heart of like what made Animaniacs fun even back then to now. So I, I, I do appreciate it. Um, I, I, I miss that a lot of the ensemble characters are gone now. Um, I do like that they had a cameo. I will, no spoilers on that, because that was a really fun little cameo that they did for the um, old ensemble, but. Yeah, I, I thought mean, it was a nice way to approach too, that how that a lot of folks would have that same, those same questions like, where are all these old characters I liked? Yeah. They address it. So I, in the shorts, I realized one of the biggest changes here um, is the longer form stories. Because before you were in and out each story, like maybe seven minutes, 11 at the most. And then you had a lot of shorts that broke it up. And you don't really have this in this series, which does change the way some of the comedy plays out. And I think that's why it doesn't feel as punchy. Um, there's not, there's too, there's not any breaks in the um, story form. Also, could just be me, but did it seem like the writers were a little more excited about doing Pinky in the Brain than they yes. were? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I got that. They seemed, well, Pinky in the Brain just kind of came out of nowhere. Like that was the main focus we have in this mother. That's what I felt and about then it too. Yeah. Animaniacs felt- Animaniacs, so you see Pinky in the Brain. I got the wrap up of each Animaniacs, um, like each one of their shorts, it felt kind of facile. You know, it felt like yeah. um, we put all our focus into the Pinky and Brain. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the Pinky and the Brain was their main focus. And then uh, wrapping up the after the uh, the Animaniacs uh, shorts was almost an afterthought. You know, my, my main example for that is the, um, is, uh, the, the, the Bun episode. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, that, no, that's no, yeah. Literally, when I was watching that episode, I was thinking, will Epicutioner think that this is an anime or not? <laughs> oh, technically. Was, oh, my, technically. I was like, technically, oh my it God. did go anime. I was like, that so, I mean, I thought that me. was an anime episode. Yeah, <laughs> Man, Amanda, I don't know if I don't know if you were if you were privy to this uh, on, a, on, a, on a previous show. Uh, we had a knockdown, drag out free for all about what is and is not an anime. So, <laughs> oh, no. so, okay, so, so, so I, 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 uh, I curse Abby right now for opening that can of worms. I just had I, I walked out with a bloody at face least, when at I was the champion. The elves, okay? I wish I, wish I had seen the, uh, the flare of the sky for that. Because no, no, I walked I out as a champion. I was, I was no. bloody in the face. Let's not do no, it. Walked out that can. Let's not do it. But the one episode. But the one episode. It wrapped up. It's not. It wasn't a clean wrap up. It was a quick, uh, almost way too convenient. Kind of like a oh well, this happened and this happened. Credits like whoa whoa. Time what? to wrap it up. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just it's, it's, it's like I don't know. It's it's like everyone was given you know a hard deadline of seven minutes, and they wrote a twelve minute script and figured okay, so we got to cut this thing that makes sense, this thing that makes sense, this thing that makes sense out, and then just release it, and just you know, devil may care. Yeah. I got did, that. I got that. Did, did we all forget about the very first episode towards the end? What did they say? They sold out, man. They got paid. They, they got that yeah. money. So it don't matter. Two seasons, baby. The intro as well sort of like uh, goes into that a little bit uh, where they sort of sign on a contract to like 
death himself. Well, I thought that was just them being funny. I like I like the intro. Uh, they they made a couple of more poignant changes now. Like it's no longer, um, you know, Dot is cute, and yet it's like now Dot has wit. It's like okay, so we're not just focusing on her looks. That makes sense. And it's uh, true. Not been a character. Like, oh, Dot's that, always been early. Yeah. Yeah. But, like so, it made sense. So. Um, yeah, but I, I but I like the fact that they're like. Hey, by the way, like we're not diminishing the fact that she's cute, but there's more to her than that. And I mean, obviously, in the old series, you saw that because you saw her, you know, in the episodes. But now, like, no, no, we're letting you know that this is the identifier that we want to attribute. Because if you went to Dot now and said she was cute, I think she would raise all kinds of hell on you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> she would. I have a feeling that like she would be like, yes, but like. Only I'm allowed to say that I'm cute. Right. Like, right. When you say it, it's kind of awkward. Sense. I don't like yeah. it. Don't say it. Right. But I mean, like, I I love how solid she feels. Because I think when they first introduced her in the original series, like, they hammed up the fact that she was, you know, the fluffy, cute character. And now it's like, oh, no. But there's, there's more to her than that. There are more facets to this. And, oh, God, she's a tiger. And she's... She needs to fight for cartoon rights, y'all. Like, let us know. Cartoon rights. How much I like all her songs. Like, every song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Like, her new cute song, the super kawaii anime song. That was adorable. <laughs> and I the new music, I thought, was pretty on point. I'm actually impressed they were able to still recapture some of the same pepper that they had in the old show. Surprisingly impressed. Because I was, honestly, I was kind of ready to hate. We've had a lot of reboots. You know, I was of with you too. I was, I was with. Yeah, you. they they even touched on the uh, reboots in the show itself uh, throughout multiple episodes. Like they sort of touch on like how everything recently has become like a reboot, like Fuller House and all of that. Oh God! I was not ready for that realism. <laughs> All right, so Abby, let me get your impression. Then you're, uh, I think, so, one of the only ones on this that you I'm, didn't have the same. Less, I I have less familiarity with the rest of the people on the show uh, with the original series. I do know a lot of the sort of pop culture references that came from the original series with the like the world song with the naming of all the countries that like, will get stuck in everyone's heads I want if you need to read into that it. song. No, <laughs> not it, not yeah, and they, they do. United States Canada. Yeah, and exactly that one. Well. Okay, uh, hey, did you make it for real? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, I went into that, I went into this show sort of expecting, like, they're going to make, like, something, it's like a satirical show that I actually laughed at harder than I thought I would, because I didn't know what to expect going in. So, yeah. Well, first of all, hold on. No, my question, Ralph, how were you in that same job 20 plus years later? How, what kind of lack yeah. of advancement? I didn't think, country, I didn't think company men were still a oh, thing. Wow. Yeah, this that just... is impressive. Really? He's in that yeah. same job for 20 years. You know, you know he's unionized, right? Yo, shout out to union jobs, man. We need those more. Like, bro, fell asleep on the job with a vampire just walking by nearly killed him. Still yeah. falling asleep. Yo, Yo how many jobs. infiltrations have they been on that lot because this dude just in there now? <laughs> so union jobs. We need more of them. We really do. This dude. 
and I do like I, I definitely appreciate like it's 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 safe to say I like this I like this this revival like right off the bat. Um, but I appreciate that they acknowledge the advancement of time. They acknowledge that yeah, the old CEO now he did yeah no he got him. We have a new we have we have we have a new progressive system with our with our new female CEO. We've changed our ways. We've you know come along with the future. Oh yeah, she's just as horrible as that old fat guy, white guy we had before. Just the yeah, she up. really is. You know? I mean, yeah, she's like, somebody who wields absolute power in their life. So of yeah. course she's not right. Exactly. One of like one of my favorite sort of tropes in sort of movies and television shows is the fact that like all of the villains or sort of all of the bad people shouldn't be different types of bad depending on who they are. If they're bad, they're bad. And sort of the CEO of Warner Brothers in this, um, it's really good to have that like sort of, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a CEO, you're not a good person. And it doesn't matter what you look like. And that's really good. <laughs> I, I completely agree. So, I mean, I've noticed that we've, you've all touched on the, a similar word. Like you, there's, there's, value in this and that you appreciate aspects of this yes. oh yeah my kids are watching oh. this when i get oh. kids, they watching this i think well, if, it, if, if it's only slated for two seasons that's okay that's uh, i don't know if it'll that's hoping you two no. seasons. Well, i, I hope there's I mean, more things... um cameos from some of the old cast um if they do season like with season two like in the show, there were like little shorts in the like show like, the like the one oh the like the closing yeah like the steve jobs yeah. one which honestly looked like something out of Ren and Stimpy to me. Oh, it, yeah. I can see wise, it. I can see it. It felt like something out of Ren and Stimpy to me. And that's why I think it was just jarring for me. Not that the shorts were bad. They weren't bad. They just felt like they didn't belong there. If that, I, that makes sense. No, I can like, definitely dig this. It, it felt like there was a lot of changes made to update this. And they weren't entirely thought out. That may be one of the few beefs I have with the show that in making this referential to the current day or making it more appealing to the future, um, it feels like it may it, it kind of lost something. You know, like it's trying to like it felt like it's trying to appease it's trying a little too hard to appease an audience that the old show didn't. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and it felt like that too, but at the same time, I didn't mind because they managed to do more hits than miss. So I feel like in this case, I was like, you know, it's cool. I can tell who you're trying to cater to and I'm part of that demographic. I like it. So let's let it I, rock. Yeah, no, I cater. think, no, that's a good word. again, I think the shorts were good. I just think there was a flow issue, like with the way they're- Yes, finished. that is the main thing. Cause it goes from that yeah. straight to thinking in a brain where you're just having an amazing time. Then you just go back and you're like, wait, I thought the show was over. Like, yeah, you know, and then there's just these random weird, very, foreign feeling cartoons because they just don't feel like anything else in the show and you're like okay like i like the one with the little tiny alien and the little girl was torturing it but to me that's just right that could very well have been a, i'm gonna love him and squeeze him until he's dead exactly Man, i miss her I miss Elmira. it's just like i i was just I had a moment where I took my eyes off the screen, looked up, and that was on, and I was like, wait. This is isn't what I was watching. <laughs> so it was just a little dumb. That's all. Like, no, no, no. I'm right there. I'm, I, I feel you. I feel you. And it's a valid impression. You guys are making a very strong, a strong point. I mean, I very much like the show. Like, it, it gave me all the little nostalgia bubbles, and I was like, oh, I remember aspects of this. I, I think because the people, the nostalgia 
you know, fan base who have loved the show since the initial, you know, its conception, you know, it was so topical at the time. Like that satire was the freshest thing, you know, and our, our media now has that everywhere. So there's no nuance to it anymore. It's, it's, it's old hat a little bit. Like we've seen it done, you know, and I mean, that's what I was thinking. It's, but it's not bad. Like it's not bad and wrong. It's very, very on in line with everything that we're currently consuming right now. I think there's a little bit of fatigue with it though. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if you look at something like South Park, which has always been kind of satire kind of comedic, very relevant. And, you know, and because their animation style, they were able to crank that out in a week. Yeah. Be right on top of everything that was happening. And granted, there's like this two-year gap that we have in the Animaniacs because they started animating it in 2018, which they acknowledge, and I appreciate that. But I mean, I think the initial show, because it was the first of its kind, it had so much to reference to get everyone up to date. And they cannot afford to do that in the animation style that they've chosen to do. So like they they can't crank them out fast enough to, to match the beat of the world, which was kind of what the original one did. Well, I'm glad they got away from that, like that limitation in this series. Because the first couple of episodes, I, w- I will admit, were a little rough for me because I noticed they're making this point and they're making this point and they're making this point. And it's all referential to the time we live in and how different it is and how we're all out of place and we can't do what we used to do, but now it's because blank and well, cell phones are this and this and this. And I'm like, that that's hack. But I realized that's the thing they have to get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, if they didn't address it, everyone would be like, why haven't they addressed this? So like, they have to get in front of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, fans, man. yeah, every like, time they did a joke like that, they, they referenced a little inside, yes. joke like that. Like when they did the Cyclops joke. <laughs> With my two perfectly good eyes. <laughs> and when she was like, Oh yeah, well, the Romans interfered with our um, pantheon system, and now what you call it? He's a demigod or a demigod. Wait, <laughs> like, you had to kind of do that. I get it. It's fine because they're acknowledging it's a. The wink made me laugh because I'm like, okay, you're acknowledging that this joke is super on the nose, but it's the yeah the way you play it, it still works. But you're also cater. You're also catering to those. Stranger Things fans. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the jokes about love, the Love the old reference to WoW, too. Let's Leroy Jenkins up in here. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, awesome. man, I just had flashbacks oh. when that happened, man. Oh, my God. Man, I did not expect a auto-tune rap battle to work so well on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> did we have to we have, we do have to mention one thing because Mandy, you dropped a bomb on some folks who are familiar. <laughs> yeah. You want to let us know about the controversy? Uh, with, uh, <laughs> yes. with, uh, oh yeah. So in one of the episodes, without giving too much away, uh, they flash a phone number on the screen, and in the in the original release of this episode, the number is not blurred out. And you know, sometimes I don't know. There are people out there who see numbers like, hmm, I wonder if this number is real. And a whole bunch of folks paused and called this number to see if it was like maybe like an inside gag. Because some shows, they do stuff like that. Like John Oliver does it all the time with websites and all that stuff. So because we're conditioned to that, you know, so people called this number and it happened to be an adult phone line. 
And uh, people got really upset, <laughs> obviously. Uh, they had to pull the episode off of Hulu to put a mesh over it to re-air it so that people would stop calling this adult phone line. Um, <laughs> which, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, don't you have, like, editors and, like, reference, like, people who do research for stuff like that? And no one caught that? No, so but they did do research. <laughs> it's a real number. That I is research. The standard 555 number. Right. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. that. What happened to the five? That's why we have... No, five no 555s. Five we need real numbers. We need no, to teach our kids five, that's why that there are real sex lines yeah. and you not to call these numbers. All right, first that's of all... That's, that. that's all not all their fault. That's not Steven Spielberg's fault. That's your fault as the parents. And that's your fault. It's you, the viewers. Well, first of all, who knew the phone sex lines were still a thing in 2020? Exactly. Man, that is why you have to appreciate it. Support the phone sex lines. Hey, so I'm not a sex worker. I am not diminishing sex workers. It I'm not. Work to it is. sound sexy oh, and make uh, people do what they do. Yeah, I know. The other line, you know. I'm fully aware. <laughs> I used to have a friend who was a phone sex operator. She said hey. guys call with the weirdest stuff <laughs> like it's it's a grind this it's a grind so you know what like yeah some people do just talk about grinding yes exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like about their favorite grinder sandwiches <laughs> like, there yeah. we go <laughs> all right well animaniacs uh the new animaniacs revival um i actually had a really good time watching this my beefs are mostly with stuff that they actually had to do to keep it relevant, to try to keep it fresh to new audiences. This is two or three generations past when this show originally aired. So I think they did a really good job of making it relevant to today. And I got to give it a thumbs up. This was enjoyable. Um, I'll recommend folks watch it. I, I can rewatch some of the episodes. I mean, that's really what you all you can ask for in a show like this. So it's a thumbs up for me. What do you think? Uh, Execution. Yeah, you know, man, it's a thumbs up for me. I, I, I wanted to hate it. I, I couldn't. It was very enjoyable. I hope Kiki and the Brain gets its own separate show, though, because, like, we ain't talk about that, but they, they really went on point with a lot of the episodes. But. Well, give us, a, give us a quick quick, quick, quick breakdown of uh, what you thought of the new Pinky and the Brain. I'm sorry. You said quick. <laughs> you, you said quick. <laughs> you said quick. quick. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. All right, so Abby. See, animated. Uh, definitely a thumbs up from a sort of fresh perspective on the show. It's definitely interesting there are definitely things that they could have improved upon but a lot of the things that they did like a lot of the jokes really did hit and it did sort of make me laugh a lot and a lot of these episodes are rewatchable so it's definitely thumbs up all right all right Amanda panda so obviously the thumbs up i thoroughly enjoyed the show i thoroughly enjoy the new perspective that they are giving these characters that i have held close to my heart from the very beginning. Um, love me the pinky in the brain. Very, very much I'm gonna echo. I hope it, they get their own show. Um, and I look forward to seeing this type of attention come to other things that might come down the reboot line, like Tiny Toon Adventures. For, Freakazoid. <coughs> Freakazoid. For, for, yes, exactly. Like, could you imagine Freakazoid now? No, and they would have no plot. Oh my gosh. There was know. talk of a Freakazoid re revival in a similar fashion as the Animaniacs one. I thought it was an internet hoax, but we'll see how this show actually does and see if it has the juice to uh, pick up. And now let's not gloss over the most pointing opinion everyone's been waiting for, Shayna Shea. Woo! 
as I said in the beginning, I like this show, so I give it a thumbs up. I agree with everybody else about Pinky and the Brain could totally be its own show. Um, I really like the new opening sequence they made for it. That that was yeah, actually nice. fresh. Yes, um, yeah, like it could be. And honestly, if they took Pinky and the Brain and made it a, its own show, they would have more room for like other interesting um, mini segments in Animaniacs, which that they were known for originally. Yeah, yeah Freakazoid. I think so. I, yes, I would no, like to I see totally, somebody. Honestly, I would love for them to bring back all the Steven Spielberg Presents cartoons. I'd be perfectly happy with that. Those were all really good. They were just really expensive to make. Well, that's the thing. Just it it wasn't a licensing issue. They couldn't get some of the characters back because um, they're working with a smaller budget now. They're working with a slimmer cast and more of a... I just think they were trying frame. something different. <laughs> and it's also quite interesting considering uh, Warner Brothers is working with Hulu, which is two-thirds owned by Disney. Yeah, I feel like you're conveniently forgetting the fact that Disney is gradually um, acquiring us all. Right, like, uh, um, like, like two thirds of this call right now are owned by Disney. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> it's funny that Abby mentioned the whole because, thing is being on Hulu because she's not the only one who mentioned it. Um, but yeah, I think the issue with that is, and at least from what I hear about the production of it, is that the Animaniacs they started production on it in the early development oh. before HBO Max was a thing or before they knew it was going to be as going to have as much as they have and I wonder if you know, down the line will there might be some uh, discussions about uh, getting acquiring it yeah acquiring it on HBO Max instead of Hulu mm -hmm. yeah because yeah, yeah but Disney got that money like they were like we want Oswald back and they paid to get Oswald back yeah, yeah, but they don't own these intellectual properties, right. though. That's the thing. So the people who do are probably going to want them back just to consolidate. You are so inappropriate. <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about the Unholy Bastards versus the future. Now, this is a uh, comic one-shot set in the Goon universe, as I mentioned earlier. This is the... Uh, they're called the lovable orphans. You know, there's nothing lovable about these folks. Yeah. You know, these these little obnoxious snot-nosed jerks. Oh, uh, they got uh, each other's backs man. though. They got yeah. each other. Yeah, they got they got each other's backs as they beat down a, 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 an old lady. They just snuff and senior citizens. Have you forgotten that? Yes, hey. you have. But she deserved it though. Hey, that's right, there, well. there are many vines of people tripping over trash cans and then six people coming out of nowhere to beat the crap out of a trash can. So you know what? That's camaraderie, that's loyalty. That's respect. This is the story of the um, the orphans from the Goon universe, and uh, this is their first one shot where um, a mysterious man from the future, uh, also a very rich dude who's like, you know what, I deserve everything because I'm me, uh, hires a time-traveling mercenary to uh, retrieve an object from the past. This object just happens to be the bike that the orphans share, that the unholy bastards share, and it, it pretty much results in an adventure that takes them to the far-off past, way into the future, into the time of this old rich asshole who... <laughs> it, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to kick it over to Ab. I want to get your impressions of unholy bastards versus the future. The artist, the sort of art, um, as I was looking through it, uh, reminded me a lot of the uh, gorillas and their sort of music videos that they have. And so when I was sort of scrolling through the story about like, um, 
about uh, the orphans and their time traveling bike, which isn't really time traveling. It just is going along for the ride, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> um, but I just thought like the whole, the art really sort of in, um, like I think incorporated like another sort of level of it because like if it was like another art style, then I don't think it would have been as sort of mysterious as it was. Um, and it sort of added to the story. I, um, because it's sort of, it has this like sort of otherworldly sort of feel to it that makes it really sort of into that like horror, maybe mysterious type thing that I really am into. So it sort of kept me hooked looking onto the next page to see what will happen next. Will the bike, uh, where will the bike be? How will the bike return to its owners? Like what's going to happen? So. That was sort of my impression is the art was sort of like another layer of the story that helped it. The art's definitely one thing that jumps out. Also, I think it makes some um, stuff easy to process. Like one of the things I always said about Adventure Time was that is horrible stuff that happens in that story, but it's all easy to take in because of the silly art style they use. A lot of this also is... I think it circumvents the grossness of what's actually happening on screen. Like, first of all, the entire time they're chasing a bunch of snot-nosed kids who are chasing a bike that this kid peed on. Like, they're chasing a, hey, a, a, hey, a hey, urine. Hey, he was hey, working hey, his hey, property. Hey, he was hey, working his property. Yes, yes, They're part wolf. That's, they, not that, that's, that's how they mark, and that's how they trace. Uh -huh. It was a urine-soaked bicycle being, being dragged <laughs> right. through dinosaurs. Hey, they were able to find it, right? He works. <laughs> Yo, even through time travel. Even through oh, time of time. Oh, I'm, I'm going to come to your house and pee on all your stuff. You'll never lose anything ever again. I mean, you'll always know where it is. I could still lose it. <laughs> yeah, you just, uh, you just ask Pat where your stuff is. Hey, Pat, do you know where my spoon is? Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Execution, give us your impressions then. Talk about the goon, talk about the unholy bastards. Man, what did I say earlier? I said, can we not mess with time travel? I don't know what this old dude was thinking trying to take this back. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe no. maybe it's because I probably didn't read the earlier ones, but I do like the fact that they pretty much just went into the past, beat up a dinosaur, went into the future, beat up a bunch of, like, security robot dudes and then just like messed up the whole entire lab and then came back and knocked out an old lady who pretty much like they're so living in horrible living conditions so they pretty much knocked her out when they got old betsy back so you know what i'm saying like at this point i'm just thinking to myself like man these kids are pretty nice like i kind of want a little a little bit more i love how you leave out the part where they incite a bunch of future children these little kids just beat the hell out of this bunch of old ladies. And I mean, I mean just like, it's, it's a what's raw wrong with that, huh? town. What's Wait, wrong with what's wrong with writing? <laughs> what's wrong no, with no. beating old women? Yeah, that one. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to know how you're, 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 you're planning for, Abby. That's, you're a little frightening all of a sudden. It's like, well, so so what I'm, I, what I I'm hearing is when the purge happens, Abby's going to go find an elderly home and just knock out a whole <laughs> bunch of elderly people. Yo, Abby, 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 you got some aggression to work out, I think. Right, like, that's like, that's like <laughs> at the beginning of quarantine where folks were like, you know, the old people are willing to die to restart the economy. Like, and I was like, I'm there. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Amanda, 
you you seem to have a very specific uh, POV here. Want to tell us your impressions of uh, Unholy Bastards versus? <laughs> so I mean, to 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 echo Abby, I definitely think the animation style very much did help keep engagement in the story because I mean, if this had been done in like you know an Archie you know style, I think I would have lost I would have lost the 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 pull the draw in. So I mean, the animation style I do definitely believe kept me engaged and then also i mean the dialogue between the whole group like it never seemed like anyone talked above anybody else even though there was clearly like a well i'm the boss and it's my bike and you guys have to pay me if you want to ride it but like they all you know the minute it got stolen he was like guys they're taking our bike and like these people who are about to go see like the smackdown turn tail and like nope we gotta go get our bike like their 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 camaraderie is poignant throughout the whole thing like they're always like we're gonna do this thing together oh we're gonna beat up we're gonna beat up these cyber nannies of this woman who ran our orphanage yep we're all doing it like it was a mob yeah, mentality a the dinosaur whole... i think so that's like the best game. thing yeah the dinosaur was interesting that, yeah. that it, yeah. it, it, it was just there chilling you know, just right. there stocking up. Nah, it was uh, not, I don't know. It, it was just living its best life, and then nope. a bunch of kids and were like, "Nah, not today." Came out of nowhere. Look at you that. being all blue. But exactly. But Why just that. All blue like say, that, man. Calm down, blue that, uh, But just that camaraderie between the whole the group is just like, you know, not that I want to like have a gang and incite riots and like bring bring violence to a universe where violence has not been a thing anymore. Like I don't want to. <laughs> but but you know like we all kind of i'm i should not all but most people generally at some point in their life have always kind of had like that click that familial family friend unit like that ride or die you know you know that up oh, there's a body i gotta go bury in arizona who's with me and like that one person's like i got you i got yeah, the shovel got right here you know like yeah. Yeah. i liked that so like there was a, there was a weird wholesomeness to these unholy bastards. Right. <laughs> so you're kind of, yes. so you're kind of like, oh, these scamps going through time, which, um, and beating up old, old ladies. Old, old, old okay, ladies I feel old. like we're all the missing the point about how the, like, the old ladies did deserve the booty butt whooping. <laughs> exactly. And we, and we oh, like, at least admit that. They deserve the yeah. whooping. Yeah. Yo, all y'all all, all, all on a list somewhere right now, okay? The government is on a list. And I would say that one other thing that really kind of jumped out to me is them traveling through these concepts of, of time kind of gave me, um, and I'm going to butcher the front of this, but that there was a comic about a guy who went through like a thousand worlds. I think it was like, it started with a V. Um, and there was a movie that was made a couple of years ago where they brought it to valiant or something like that valerian valerian and the thousand worlds so like it seemed like oh, every time they jumped you got like that set piece and like they kind of did that in this like oh here's the future oh here's this and they're all just kind of like oh here's that weird door let's go through that where's this gonna take us so like i liked the segmented jump that way it kind of gave me vibes of of valerian in that sense outside of the horrible movie that literally he just ran down a corridor through like eight worlds fair. and never really talked about it. It just right. didn't, wasn't good in any other sense. Yeah, okay. yeah. Thank, thank you. No, I'm glad. I'm glad but, someone someone was with me on that one there. Okay. Oh, so no, I didn't like Valerian. I didn't care for it. The comic it, but... is very good though. The comic yeah. is inspired modern sci-fi. The comic, but the movie. But the was... movie was abysmal. 
was hot trash. I make fun of a lot of this book, but uh, it, it was just a fun kind of quirky read. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm going through it knowing that it's not that serious. I've only read a handful of uh, goon comics, so I wasn't intimately familiar with this universe, but it's not something that's going to take a lot for you to uh, really wrap your head around it. And if it's the type of story you're into, it's just, I need a silly read. I need something to take me out of the world that, you know, the way it is, the world at large, just for a few minutes. This isn't a bad one to pick up and just you know, kind of thumb through. Like, ah, that was fun. Oh, that was gross. Ha, ooh, mm, mm, call the police on that. But the rest is just a good time. Um, it's, it's a thumbs up for me. Uh, and it's one of those ones I really had to think about for a second, like, was it a bad time? It was not a bad time. Was it a bad read? It was not a bad read. And it's quirky. That's the thing. It's like it knows what it is. It's not trying to be anything else but a quirky book about some kids that are peeing on bicycles. And uh, one them. kid peed on the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One is all you need. There's only one kid peeing on a bicycle. That's all. That's all. You I'm just saying. But no, in all reality, I did find this a thumbs up comic that I would probably read more into. Um, I'm probably going to read more of the goons after this. Because uh, it seems like that type of like interesting story would be interesting to read. So, All right, execution. Hey man, ones we can depend on, friends. <laughs> Look, this this gets a thumbs up. Like, I liked it. I I, I like the camaraderie. I like the the old lady stomping, robot knocking. Like, yo, know, heads were flying. This was this was great. I like the violence. We need violence. Like you, and, and besides, why would you take someone else's bike? Did you not think this was gonna happen? Like, come on now, yeah, you are yeah. not gonna debo me, man. No, this will not be a Friday situation. They did leave it ambiguous as to what the old man's uh, motivation at the start was for the bike. That's the thing I really think they should have. Um, they should have illustrated a little more clearly in the story. To add credence to why you're dragging the, the this collection well, of kids. I, I personally added my own head cannon. What do you got, Jay? <laughs> well, I'm on to hear well, this. Well, for me, my thought process was that it was a very, like, Citizen Kane slash Mr. Burns. Had everything yeah. in the world. And he just wanted the one thing he was ever denied. Just the one thing. And how dare the universe deny him this thing. So now somebody's going to have all the money and the power. You're going to give it to him now. Well, guess what? You wanted it, you get this butt whooping for free. For the comic, it was fun. I like the style. It, what it's kind of the style I call ugly cute. Um, I know it has a real name, but it, it things it elevates cute features while making them unattractive at the same time, and it does kind of fit with the fact that kids are supposed to be very rough and tumble. So, I, right. so yeah, thumbs up. I would have probably read it again. Heck, if there was more, I would definitely read more. It was interesting. All right. And Amanda Panda. Thumbs up. I enjoyed it. It makes me want to get a gang to hopefully go through time and beat some butt. And maybe pee on some bikes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, 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 I had, if I had, if I was part wolf and I had those abilities that I could trace my set through time, through time, then yes, I would pee on all the bikes. And yes, I said that. So now that's a clip out there in the universe. <laughs> That's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Can we make a meme out of Thanks. that? Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I will be yeah. on some things. I don't you know. You heard, you heard that? I'm, I'm you heard surprised. That? Yeah. <laughs> be
Executioner, <laughs> I believe you got to check out Raise the Dead. You want to give us the lowdown on the throwdown? Okay, I'm just joking. Um, so, Raise the Dead is a very dark comedy, surprisingly dark comedy, that was actually funny. Sort of action-adventure, kind of reminded me of Pikmin, which is more combat. And I gotta say, I, I really wanted to like this game. I truly did. I, I, I truly, truly did. I'm, let me just go into the, uh, the whole aspect of it. You're pretty much playing as this uh, zombie that gets resurrected. At first, you have no memories. Um, people and, you know, people seem to remember you, but you don't remember who they are. But of course, as you continue on, you know, killing people, basically, <laughs> um, you start to get slowly, you slowly get your, your recollection back. You start to remember certain things. And I feel like that aspect of it, the story part of it, I actually liked it. Like, it's... Wow. I really did like the story up until this final battle that's that's going through. But Well, what's the problem with the final battle? Ah, oh, man. It's, 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 the, it's the combat. It's the, it's the controls. Uh, I, I mean, I, I want to talk about the good things first before I go into the negatives. So like, okay. let, me, let me get into the nice things. Let me get into the nice things. The story was surprisingly like great. <laughs> like it was, it's extremely funny. It's got that eighty, that eighty-ish feel, uh, suburban, suburban style. You get to really see the pop culture references. You even get to see, like you know, some of the video game references. Like it's that it gives you that really strong nostalgia feeling, and I really enjoyed that. And I liked how they managed to take these eighty themes and turned it into like something even more funny, or just be like, oh yeah, I remember that one particular scene. So I was just like, wow, that's actually really nice. Uh, even the whole, man, the music is amazing. I want to talk about that because that's like probably one of the best things that uh, I've, I've ever played. There have been moments of the, playing this game where I've been a little bit frustrated, but the music has just been so relaxing or like just mind pumping. Like I, I feel like this OST needs to a, a download. Like you could listen to this in your your headphones and everything. But, you know, I said all the nice things. I'm going to go into, like, the, the, the controls and everything. So you, you pretty much play at the zombie. If, if you kill certain people, you're able to resurrect them, and then you're able to control the zombies while controlling yourself. You can kill up to people, dogs, really big guys, ninjas. You got to have ninjas in there. Wouldn't be a zombie game without ninjas. You got to have them. Is that a rule? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Wait, I mean, now, now, that, now that I think about it, there's always some random class that has elements of ninjas in yeah. a lot of zombie games. So, yeah. He, he ain't wrong. He ain't no. wrong. You can put that up there with the clowns. There's always a zombie clown, too. Oh, the zombie <laughs> clown is kind of a new one for me. Well, that's because I, I, they yeah, taste funny, Shay. That's why the zombies I, eat them, because they taste funny. Surprisingly enough, I, though. There's no, there's no clown, but there is a clown. That was a terrible joke. I just want, I just want to make sure I emphasize that was a horrible joke, man. Hey, Shame on you. Hey, I had the alley. Shame I had the alley. All right, Efficiency, continue, please. Shame on you. All right, so pretty much as you get the, the it, when you defeat certain enemies, you're able to have them join your army. So you have like this nice little nation or this goon. That, group of people that you can pretty much lay the smack down on their booty butt cheeks, which I enjoyed a lot. And there's actually like a lot of great... cheeks. Yo, yo, the, there, there, there was a lot of cheeks being eaten and destroyed while playing this game, man. Okay, let's keep it let's keep it G rated, okay? It's a, it's a family show. 
Okay, okay. Family family show. Wait, so read it? Okay, never mind. Family show, family show. Okay. <laughs> so pretty much, I, I do like the creativity of the combat where you're able to use certain zombies in certain situations. Like, you, against the big uh, opponents, you can actually use the ninjas. Against people with guns or people with weapons, you're able to use your dogs to just, uh, you know, disarm them. Um, against, like, other opponents that do hand-to-hand, -hand, you can pretty much send the goons in. And then you can send the big dudes in to, 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 to drop the people's elbow on them. So it's actually kind of nice. And then, like, even the puzzles aren't even too bad. But, man, the the, the combat of it is great. But it's they, they have, like, this weird habit of introducing aspects that just really, really interrupt that amazing time of just enjoying the, the zombie aspect of it, the zombie fighting of it. Because, like, you'll be doing that, then you'll go to a next scene where you have to go back in time in order to remember a flashback that you did to be like, oh, well, now you can learn how to block or, oh, now you can learn how to gather your zombies a little bit faster. And then you go right back to the action. It's just like, I hated that aspect. And then there's moments in the game where there's stealth, but the stealth's not really that good because if you interact or you do, like, one small thing or if you just, like, so there's there's a moment in the game where you're supposed to sneak around and you're not supposed to touch these leaves, but you can send zombies through the bush to attack people from distance because you don't want to get seen. So I did that and it slowly went up and touched the bush, the, like the, the leaves on the ground. Yeah. And that I managed to get one of the, the, like the guards that were just trying to come and get me. And there was another guard, I guess I didn't see, but he was coming now. So I was thinking like, oh, okay, well he's coming now. I'll just send another zombie in. Because I touched the leaves, I could no longer do that animation, even though the guard hadn't seen me. So I couldn't send another zombie, and then I ended up getting caught. And then I eventually realized, like, oh, I'm not supposed to touch the leaves. I'm supposed to just wait. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You're complaining I mean, about learning a game that's throwing you curves. Like, this is what, I, I know. This well, is what the they do. But, but it's, just, it's just like something small and annoying. Like, really? So because I touched the leaves before... I mean, like, like, if, if it's supposed to be a stealth mission, you assume you shouldn't touch but, it. But even though Abby I touched the leaves, leaves. no, no, Abby, 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 Abby hold on, I would like to say this. Even though I touched the leaves, the other guard didn't know or he was even alerted. So it's I like, if, he, if the other guard doesn't know from me touching the leaves, which is the whole point of me not touching the leaves, and he comes over and he's like, oh, snap, one of my teammates is down. Like, I'm going to alert the other people. And then you're like, okay. Well, I'm going to send another zombie through the bush to attack you. And then the game's like, no, nah, you can't do that. You touch the leaves. And I'm like, wait, why? Pork, man. You should be ashamed of yourself. Abby, you, Abby's no. over there shaking no. her head at you. No, don't me. look at no. Uh -huh. that, that, that makes uh -huh. legit okay. sense. I, I likely would have made no. the exact same mistake at I, one point. All right, so, so executioner. Where, 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 <laughs> executioner, where do you fall on the spectrum here? Uh, damn, man. Like, there's a lot of fun aspects of this game. But I just hate the way it just interrupts it. Like, there's actually one moment in the game where you're now doing a beat, uh, like, you're supposed to do, like, this beat button thing where you're supposed to, like, match the beat with, like, the buttons. And they're kind of, like, at this weird angle on your screen. And you're just like, why? When there's no aspect of it throughout the whole entire game besides this one particular level. I just wish there was more zombie action. I, I enjoyed that. That was the fun part of the game. And it's... It, 
it frustrated me. But that, is that the majority of the game that could warrant a thumbs up for you, or is yeah. is this is this random mechanic and these leaves enough to be like, nah, don't even don't even bother because these. Stuff. No, it's it's still a thumbs up, but there are just some annoying parts of just like because I did small interactions, they they just had like this big effect of like, oh my gosh, why? I, I totally understand where you're coming from as someone who found it difficult to get through the tutorial of a game that should not have been hard enough to get through the tutorial. Right? I mean, I don't I don't step on leaves in real life, so I'm with I, you. I don't go outside in real life, so I mean, like, I can't really relate either. But, but, but I'm like the guy that's just, like, randomly testing stuff. Like, I'm, I'm finding the hidden parts easy. Like, you know, there's, like, tombstones that you find that have, like, really funny messages, and I thought that was hilarious. There's a lot of funny and amazing things to do, but I hate the fact that when you get to have fun with the combat, you gotta go right back into the story. But then the story is nice to be like, okay, well now I'm enjoying myself. But I wanna go back to, you know, I need some people. Yeah. I wanna and, I wanna steal some souls. And maybe next time you won't be taken out by leaves. Alright, so the game is called <laughs> Raise the Dead Zombie Adventure. Uh <laughs> coming in Nintendo great story, Switch, you can great check music. Amazing music. Amazing, a lot of good stuff to say about it, apparently. Um you can check it out now. It's coming to Switch, and surprisingly despite that review it was still a thumbs up yeah. hey okay, it, it was so... annoying there were i had some annoying uh -huh. moments like the leaves and that I right mean, mm. and the button it's still a fun game it, I, like, I, I, I love how you're trying to save credibility here not not like you didn't just admit you got you got outdone by leaves all right so now let's talk about hypnospace outlaw this is a game as i mentioned this is a um it's a 90s simulation game uh do this whole thing smacked of uh, Cyber Nanny in 1998. Uh, if you were hired by one of these companies to find suspect stuff and scroll through everyone's badly designed website. And I mean, I, I, I had nightmares and flashbacks to a darker time, to a darker time that was uh, that was headed up by Angel Fire and GeoCities. All right, but yeah. Uh, but Manda, I'm going to give it over to you to give us your impressions on Hypnospace Outlaw. So being being a child who who experienced internet in the nineties, you know, that harsh modem handshake trying to trying to get that off at three thirty in the morning so that I could get into the AOL chat rooms, because that was those were the hot spots back in the day. Those were the virtual clubs back in the nineties. You know, and if you were lucky and you were a kid, your parents let you go on Nickelodeon.com and you went into kid chat rooms, which were just as bad as the, the AOL ones. <laughs> Anyway, so so in so so in this game, uh, you are practically a uh, uh, a moderator, effectively, of this this internet space, the hypno space, which people go to when they sleep at night. Which I actually kind of like that, because I'm like, hmm, like I'm surprised we don't have that technology now, where we're just constantly online in our brains. Because I mean, the way that we're on our phones, you might as well just jack in. Um, and give us a couple of years. And we'll probably have that technology. Have some sort of like sword art online. You can't leave until like the person oh, tells you to. Oh God! Never leave. Oh yeah, would never well, go. Well, Davis, the hook of this is hypnospace takes place in your dreams. So it's not even like an issue if you can't log off. As long as you are asleep, you are stuck in this world. So yep. people have built their websites, and they've got very suspect designs, and they've got interesting ideas about and it's, the and it's your job as an enforcer to, to you know fight viruses 
detect cyberbullying, mm-hmm. you know, and anything that's a little shady, you gotta go in there and be like, ah, 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 no, not here. So, so you're pretty much just effectively a giant band hammer going around purifying the hypnospace. I and I mean, and things are just getting weirder and weirder and weirder as you go. But I mean, obviously in the internet, the further the rabbit hole, the weirder the rabbit hole gets, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it follows that progression fairly well. And um, I, I, I liked it a lot. It, it did it did scar me a little bit because obviously our internet now is nothing like it was back in the 90s. And I tried really hard not to think back to those times just because of how, to me, how rudimentary they are compared to what we, we have the capabilities to do now. So it's just like, oh no. Like if I had, now I, I were going to have a nightmare that I'm going to be stuck on like MySpace with no uh, friends. With my, might, with my topic <laughs> having nobody in them but Tom. You might be. Some of those things are unavoidable. I do appreciate how the design in this, that now the gameplay actually has you clicking through a browser and you have yeah. the, mod, the, the mouse that you control with your uh, with your game controller, which was painfully backwards, but it, it had to be done because that's the nature of the game. I Great. like that they incorporate the actual function of how browsers worked back then. So when I'm used to using quick shortcuts now that don't exist in the game, and I'm like, oh, that's badly designed. Oh, no, that's actually no, that's on purpose. It's, that's it's... not a thing that... That, 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 that existed back then. It's, I'm just spoiled. I'm a spoiled baby of 2020. It's badly designed, but like it's a good design that's supposed to be badly designed. It's intentionally badly designed. It's intentionally, yeah. yeah that's yeah. all intention. And, um, oh, but, and some of the puzzles, man. Like, there are a few that took me like a hot minute, and I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. I am more of an orange red than a yellow. Like, I'll admit that. <laughs> but even I'm like, all right, that seemed really dumb. How did I not get this thing? Uh, okay, good. Next. I'm glad you pointed that out. I think we had different, uh, they had different challenges for the different versions. And I played the Xbox One uh, version. You guys played the Nintendo Switch version. Is that correct? Yes, yes. I did. All right, so my version was, uh, my mission was to find a copyrighted image of uh this fish that was used in yeah. certain um in certain websites and had been reported and it just involved clicking through website after web or rather web space after web space because you can only go to these uh sites that people have designed themselves and they i first of all i applaud the work that must have gone into this because they went out of their way to mimic the most awkward uh half-assed and really shoddily put together web spaces that people would make on sites like Black Planet, on sites like Angel Fire, GeoCities, all of those, graphics. every Alta Vista oh, personal page people would have. Just throw yeah. everything at, you know, that you could in this glitter. web space because it was Lots possible. Of glitter. You know? Yeah, oh, glitter and gifts. Uh, and then you got the right-wing sites where, oh, just so much special pre-MAGA hat wearing. Yeah. Future yeah. Yeah. Wearers, it's always see. been there. Yeah. Um, but my impressions were, well, negative. But I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely appreciate the amount of work that went into this. Um, like, I, I, I can't, I, I, have to, I have to point that out before I say this sucked so hard. <laughs> Every second of playing this, it started off really quirky and fun. I'm like, oh, I remember that. Oh, that's really good. They got this site where it's this woman talking about her slam poetry, and it's sad. 
that is awesome because that is I remember I remember so many sites like that and she got the music Button poetry and yeah and a lot a lot of sites like <laughs> I can't link to this but I want to refer you to this just go go somewhere and search this and then you'll find my friend's page and but then after a while the novelty wears off like if you play for 10 minutes the I mean like the 90s off, oh, internet man. it's so novel it's a novelty yeah so but, uh... I was pretty much done after 20 minutes of play and then I continued to play for the review for another three hours and oh, it was just, mm, I'm sorry wow. for you sorry so for I you. had more fun with my leaves and everything I, I, suspect you, I suspect you did because uh, you okay in, well you're not in... talking all that smack on my leaves man it looks yeah. like I got hit with some leaves too like you <laughs> I have to give a thumbs down I'm afraid because it's just it's that's, that's the thing it is all the kitsch that's the biggest driver of this game playing it the mechanics weren't that fun um, and you forget it actually felt like a job at some point, depending on the mission you get. I mean, that pretty much dictates how it fun is. you will have. So sometimes right. you will have a good time going through the site and saying, this is working, this is fun, and this is a thing to do. And other times it will feel like an actual job where I would find this image. I had to scour every page and basically do QA on a lot of sites. It just stopped being fun. It's not a thing I can, in, all, in any good conscience, recommend to people. It's a thumbs down. I think it's this is kind of, kind of a, a, a ping pong, really, because like I feel like a lot of the stuff that they're doing, I think, could have been more of an experience and not necessarily a game. So, and I think because like, oh, we're going to throw some, you know, puzzles in here and make this a game. I think it's still very much more uh, a visual commentary, right? So like if it had been one of those, and I, and I didn't say this, I don't, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm trying to piece how, how to make this work. But like, I'm a big fan of like walking simulators, like heavily narrative-based walking sims where you really don't do anything but explore a space, right? And in this game, that's what effectively you're doing. You're navigating people's, you know, dream internets, right? Like, why couldn't that have been the experience? Like, why do they add the, you know, the fact that you're this enforcer who's cleaning up this space? Like, it could have been, it could have said something different here, and they chose not to do that. So. Um, so very much like you, I'm I'm sitting more on the down because I really wish they had taken a different direction because I think there's a lot of nuggets here. There's a lot of potential here for there to have been a different experience that people would have resonated with a little bit better. All right. Oh, that's actually very judicious. Um, Shana. <laughs> Thank you. I'm less judicious. I did not like this game. <laughs> She's like, I hated this game. It owes me money. I want it back. <laughs> yeah. I I'm going to preempt this a little bit. With a qualifier of Shana has dyslexia. Like, I have been diagnosed by doctors. I have dyslexia. This game is very read heavy. And especially in the beginning, with, like, I thought if I went to this tutorial, it was going to show me how. No, it just gave me page after page of text telling me how to do. So when I started the game, I still didn't know what I was supposed to do. Spent a really embarrassing long time not figuring out how to find the stupid picture of the stupid fish. And after I did figure out, okay, I got to look on the website. Then spent another really long amount of time not realizing I all I had to do was go to the search bar and search Gooper. And yeah, when I got oh, that too, yeah. I'm like, this. I'm like the whole time, so I was... every one of these bad sites, <laughs> Sorry, continue. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Um, the font was terrible to read. Like, I know it was like the common 
like PC font that you would have seen in like the early 90s, even into the mid 90s. And I get it, but it was terrible to look at because again, dyslexic and has a tendency to mix up letters. So having a bunch of letters that all look very, very similar caused me to have to read that a lot. <laughs> it was that common comic sayings. I feel, I feel, I feel like I feel like you're going. I don't want to presume, but I feel like you're. This is a thumbs down. I did not enjoy it. I felt well, I, I appreciate the '90s kitsch of it all. I did find the human avatars in it frightening. <laughs> I'm Meryl on Elm Street. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Are, are, are you in the same boat, or are you going to be? So I am going to have to say thumbs down. It oh, was four for four. Did not see that coming. I so, were... as someone, so I never grew. I didn't really grow up on '90s internet because I didn't grow up in the '90s. So I never really had the same experience as everyone else in this sort of um, on on the podcast um, towards sort of like this sort of type of game, like with like the moderator websites and like the bands and stuff. Because I had a different sort of like um, upbringing when it came to the internet. So just sort of like the first part of it, like being sort of like a moderator of different websites, it's like nice to see like kind of kind of what happened. But like I realized that like it's fun for the first like 10 minutes, like Pat said. But as soon as you start playing it more and more, it sort of gets repetitive and boring. You don't really want to keep on doing it. And if it had some sort of like hidden meaning, like like a kind of doki doki like yeah there's some sort of like hidden thing as like you go on and you go on and like there's some sort of like oh like one of them isn't there anymore oh like what's happening to every everyone else like what's going on like that type of thing as like it gets progressively like um more confusing if they had something like that it would probably make it more interesting to play but since it was just the same thing it was it wasn't that fun. No, I hear you. All right, the game is called Hypnospace Outlaw. It's actually a thumbs down from all of us, which I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed we all had such a bad time because it seemed promising going in, but dude, it is what it is. And it, I mean, what it is was awful. promising. Guys, it's like Taco Bell. You we, enjoy eating it, but you don't enjoy what happened, right? Yeah, you know what? I, I feel I feel bad. I feel bad now. And you should I'm feel bad. about some leaves, and you guys are like over here. Like ready to just like take a mallet to your head and yeah. Let's also not forget you got taken out by shrubbery. And now we're out of time, y'all. Okay, this is good. I want to thank y'all for joining us from the action packed, fun filled episode of the Geek Down. I want to thank Abby. Thank you. I want to thank Shayna. Thank you. I want to thank Manda. You welcome. I want to thank the executioner. Hey man, go play Ray the Zombie, because after listening to y'all, like <laughs> And I want to thank you all. And I want to thank you all. Reminding you, if you heard anything on this show, you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, go to the website and check out all our reviews and the good stuff that we release constantly. Go to geek-down.com. Also, if you go to the overall domain, dude, find all our shows in the entire network at villains.wtf and see all the goodness that exists there. But until next week, we will catch you all right here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Shout out to the goons.